I had um, a classmate walked past me yesterday and said, mayonnaise on a hot dog? So actually, I listened to that episode with my wife on the way back from uh, Daytona Beach. Mm-hmm. While you had got- her captured in the car. That's right. I said, listen, you're, you're going to listen to this podcast. <laughs> That's exactly how like I it. had my wife listen to the podcast. <laughs> and when we got, when you said that you would put mayonnaise on a hot dog, I think she audibly made the sound. <laughs> <laughs> she also uh, did remember partaking in toaster strudels. And she, maybe this is why we're together, like me, uh, saved all frosting for one strudel. Wow. But but here's here was the method that she described. She said sometimes her mom would put the frosting on the strudel in the zigzag pattern. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of what you would see on the box. Sure, sure. And but she did not like that kind of style. What she did mm-hmm. was she would put the frosting on the strudel and then spread it with not finger. with an Yes, yep, with her yep. finger, not with a knife because that would be wasting frosting and you don't want to lick a knife. Right, right. Although I do it all the time with peanut butter. <laughs> but butter she would, knife. She would, I mean, you, <laughs> you can lick a butter knife. Yeah, butter I'm knife. an adult. I can do that. <laughs> she would spread it with her finger so there would be even frosting across the entire strudel. And right. I thought that that was, that was an impressive method. I, I did not think of that. Yes. Yes, I have heard of that method before. I actually talked to my my father about his method of eating toaster strudels, and that is yes. the method he used. So, wow. wise people apparently um, make sure there is no strudel that is unfrosted. You know, listen. With all the conflict in the world, I feel like we could all, if we could all, just get together and partake in some toaster strudels. Mm. Every, every method is embraced. Mm. You know, I don't, you know, your mayonnaise on a hot dog, that's a problem. But I think toaster strudel, I think we can all, we can all get on a, on a similar page. We can all just appreciate each other's frosting techniques. That's right. As long that's as right. we don't steal each other's frosting packs. <laughs> well, let's, I mean, that's all fine and good and peaceful. But let's talk about, let's get right into what a bone to pick with I know you, you, Steve. <laughs> You sent me a screenshot of our <laughs> podcast show notes, angrily circling in red, my name, and I don't, I don't understand what's what's happening. Well, I, it's not so much anger at you as it is me thinking to myself, wait a minute, does Stephen go by Steve? To those who know him best, like, are all of your friends calling you Steve, and I'm the only dummy who's sitting here going Stephen? <laughs> so. It was mostly me feeling like, oh, no, I don't even know him at all. And so I wanted you to talk about um, when you My go by Steve. I, I, yeah, I, I basically want you to tell me, like, who calls you what? Some people call you Bubba. <laughs> no, no one, no one calls me that. Okay. Uh, and, and I would punch them in the, the nose if they did. No. Um, I just, I, I had never heard you refer to yourself as Steve, but then again, I don't hear you refer to yourself by your name much, right, which would, is would, a credit to you. I, I don't speak of myself in the third person because that's weird. But then you texted me, your, you texted me, Nathan, and I was like, who is Nathan? And I was like, oh, right. That's I your... went by Nathan all the way through high school. So it wasn't really? until Facebook 
and the freshman year of college where I said, you know, for now I'm going to be Nate. When I become a, a professional, I'll go back to Nathan because mm. that is uh, the name of someone who is successful and intelligent. But uh, I haven't gotten to that part of my career where I feel like I deserve it, so I'm still in Nate. You didn't want to claim the heritage of the Nathan's <laughs> Hot Dog Company? Right. You know how I feel about hot dogs. We don't That's need to true. go That's, there again. No, we're not going to talk about hot dogs again. So right, here's but, the thing. But my family calls me Nathan. Just, oh, really? Yeah. So here's the thing. <clears throat> my father-in-law's name is Steve. This and I know. No, and and no, no one calls him Stephen ever. Mm-hmm. And so in our workplace where we happen to work in the same office mm-hmm. on the same staff, he is canonically Steve and I am Steven. Okay. Um, I think also because I spell it uh, the biblical way with a PH, <laughs> i.e. the right way. I understand. Uh, people, people are you mean Stefan? I no. think you mean Stefan. No, I d- no. You're mispronouncing not, that. <laughs> or Stephen. Right. <laughs> uh, Stefan. Uh, yes. Steph- Stephen Curry. Like post college, I'm pretty sure everyone just called me Stephen from then on. I don't know. When you why. put on your first tux? <laughs> well, I've been playing. The uh, last you know, suit you'll ever wear. No, no, no. I've been playing an orchestra since, since high school, so I've actually had to have a tuxedo oh. uh, since then. With but a, with a cumber, cummerbund? No, Cum- I never liked the cummerbund. Cum- I never liked cummerbund. I, like I feel like the cummerbund is the worst piece of of male attire anyone could wear. It's basically I don't understand. a man sash. <laughs> it's it's basically a fanny. It's a girdle. Pack. It's a girdle. <laughs> it's but it doesn't it's I I find it always unflattering on on regardless of the body type. But right. I did a vest. I did a vest. Okay. Vest and bow ties is how I did it. I understand. Um, now I will say that do, do you ever find that people i.e. like cashiers or someone in the store address you with a nickname and it's usually the same nickname for instance for some reason when i go up to a retail person or cashier i get a lot of times they call me boss and i don't i don't understand why boss and not something else well it's your commanding mob-like presence you have (laughs) um for those (laughs) who have only listened to this podcast steven maintains a, a goatee that is crisp and sharp now wait a minute. I don't have no no no. I have a full beard now. Oh right right yeah. You've, and you've connected I can, it. Yeah, and I carry a Tommy gun wherever I go. <laughs> so that that might be that might be why. Right, and a three and a four button suit jacket. <laughs> yes, I wear a kingpin <laughs> Spider Man villain style four piece suit wherever I go. And you wonder why people call you boss? No, so but so no. so people call you boss, huh? A lot of but yeah, uh, uh, mostly guys like never never. You know, a female clerk or whatever, but most of the guys are like, "Yeah, you got a boss," or you know, "Hey, boss," and I'm like, "I don't, I don't understand why boss." Ah, commanding presence. I don't know. I mean, oozing virility. <laughs> do you? But so, do you ever find that people call you like a, a distinct and nick like name as aside from others? Uh, no, not really. Baldy. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you're a tall guy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but they don't say like slim. What's up? (laughs) Gumby. They don't. Uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, you have some waitresses that call you honey, hun. 
Yeah, I don't like that. I don't. You know, when the waitress like, sits sits yeah. down in the booth. No, no, I'm, no, I'm well aware of your desire to never be called things like honey. I don't know why I know this about you. I think we've had this conversation. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, I don't. But all those, the, any situation where the waitress like sits in the booth with you and like, let me tell you about our appetizers. I say no, please, please get up. <laughs> this, this, I don't. This is making me comfortable. This I need. I need some distance professionally. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't like that. All right, we should probably talk about a movie. <clears throat> yes. So then, this was a listener suggestion. Mm-hmm. So you can't bl- you can't blame me. <laughs> but we we watched the 2016 movie Gods of Egypt, starring Gerard Butler and uh, the guy from Game of Thrones, uh, Lannister. Yes, what, his, name his, his name is Nikolai. Also, this movie has has Brenton. Um, he is the the young <laughs> Aladdin like hero. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um but Who's he was also know. in the new the newest Pirates of the Caribbean oh, movie. That's right. That's Along right. with Jeffrey Rush. Is it Jeffrey uh, Rush? Just, Jeffrey Rush? I don't know, but but the uh Barbosa. Barbosa character. Yes. Yeah, when when he came up as Ra in <laughs> Gods of Egypt, I I think I laughed out loud because it was oh, just hilarious in him. So anyway, the purpose of this movie, you know, you have you know, the gods of ancient Egypt living alongside humans. And, uh, you know, us, the viewer, we're not smart enough to know the gods from the humans, so they have to literally be four feet taller. And they bleed, wait for it, literal gold. Pure gold. (laughs) Which I feel like this movie is trolling our past episodes (laughs) for how much we said gold during the Liam Neeson computer episode. They know. So there's a narration at the beginning that says, you know, gods and humans are together. You know, this is before history existed. And then proceeds to tell us a bunch of history. They lived among us. Ooh, there's a half end voice right there. During this narration, they say, you know, the ancient gods could also transform into animals. Which... Animorphs. And did you read those books? Yes, in the Scholastic... uh Little, Nate. I got a little magazine in the in school, and you could like <sighs> those covers Man. were the best. It was like five those images of best. you kind of morphing into an animal. Yes, I, we may not get to the rest of this movie. <laughs> <clears throat> so I have not met someone yet who has read all those books. Like, did you read? Like, no, many I, of those I didn't. Books? I didn't read all of them. No, I, I read circled them in the Scholastic catalog <laughs> so that they could be bought for me. <laughs> uh, but I think I only had a yeah, I only had a couple. I read many of those books and <laughs> read them hard. Like they were, I don't know. They were that was a huge part of my childhood. Good books. Uh, quick question. Yes. What animal would you prefer to morph into, Steve? <sighs> Steven? Uh, that this is, is a- <laughs> that, that is a tough off the cuff question. Answer now. Do it. Three, mm. two, one. Tiger. Yes. Be- <laughs> Because, you know, the initial reaction is maybe choose an animal that flies, you know. So you could choose an eagle or something like that. But then you're scrounging around. You got to, you know, talon your food. You got to chase it. And uh, I don't think I don't think think life's easier for a tiger. I think so. I mean, it all those National Geographic stuff. In all, in all those Discovery Channel shows, tiger lions just laying around. Like they, they get wait, hungry. They wait, wait, hold on a, a second. Hold gazelle, on a second. and they're done. Are you? Wait, are you saying that you would anamorph into a zoo tiger? Like you? No, you'd like to be no, a tiger no, no, in no. captivity? No, no, no. Oh, okay. I feel you no, like I to be like, Shere Khan. 
Yes. The exactly. Jungle Book has think, informed your tiger practices. <laughs> and I think, I think, which the new Jungle Book movie is pretty good. Just saying. Uh, oh, yeah, it was. Bill Murray in that I, one. Go on. Yes. I think in Animorphs, one of the characters did like use a tiger as their main like attack animal. Mm-hmm. And that seemed pretty cool. And I feel like tigers live longer. Uh, they're pretty cool looking. Sure. And No, I think it's a great choice. Yeah, I think I, I, like I would go with tiger. Okay. I would not. I, w- I would want to be able to switch back and forth. Though. I don't think I would want to be perma tiger. Oh, correct. Um, correct. But that was just saying. Now, what is your animal? If you, if you would. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to go flying. I think I'm going to go hawk or something. Mm, uh, peregrine falcon, maybe. I mean, if I could go raptor, I would do that. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Velociraptor. Yes. 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 What about? Have you seen the trailer for the new Jurassic uh, World? <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think you're halfway. Life I think finds a way. You're halfway there already. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let me just say, Gods of Egypt. Back to the movie. Yes. Uh, I all the fight scenes between these god characters, mm-hmm. they always start human mm-hmm. and they transform to animal at some point, and they go back and forth. First off, these little g gods are the mm-hmm. worst. And lowercase. <laughs> yeah. 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 They are like. They don't seem immortal. They just seem like right. Like I mean, the X Men mutants were about the same, right? Um, yeah, but like I really wish they one special power or something, right? They have a little something. Some of them have a lot better ones than others. Uh, apparently, our main uh, Nick hero has these eyes that can help him see well. Yeah, Horus, Horus, yeah, Horus. But those aren't used. Uh, too well. I mean, he, which almost during like the f- times two <laughs> binocular but eyes. Th- th- there's like during the first fight scene with him and Gerard Butler, they do this quick uh, like special effect. You like see in his eye, and his eye like laser focuses on a point or whatever, and then he throws a spear and it goes exactly there. Like that was cool. And right, I was like, but oh, didn't he yeah, miss? Forces eyes. Well, yeah, he did miss. <laughs> he, did, he did miss. But and then never, even when he gets his eye back later, never seems to use his eyes right. for anything special again. Right. It's, it's mostly because so like, we are mm. to believe that his, the eyes give him his power and Seth, played by Gerard Butler, in an early scene, rips out his eyeballs. Mm-hmm. A real uh, taking, Samson yes, uh, moment. Yeah, taking yeah. out his power, making him uh, apparently yeah. not weak or little, just can't see he can't transform but then later realizes actually he could have the whole time tried, dorothy if he, tr- if, he dorothy. T- if he just if he just tried harder um okay i want to i want to jump to Ra, captain barbosa okay wait but he, hold on a second i had i had one more point that i was trying okay, to get please. to i never got to the point is okay. this i really wish that the the lowercase g gods were right. normal sized humans when they were humans and then when they anamorph i'm fine with them being mm. 12 feet tall yeah, yeah. I think that would have been a better solution. Okay. That would have made more sense. Yeah, Let's, I agree. Wait, do you, <laughs> are you going to run through any of this plot, or are we just going to jump around? No. Okay. No, Perfect. let's just jump around. <laughs> All right. I feel like to Barbosa. Forcing my wife to listen back to these episodes, I feel like we are at our best jumping around. Okay. And just assuming viewers have either seen or do not care to see the movie at all. Okay. Perfect. Uh, <clears throat> so, Ra, he's on his Avengers-style helicarrier, like floating above the earth. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Pulling you know, the sun. <laughs> he's supposedly the creator of all this stuff right and, and there is some there is some real egyptian mythology about i right. believe Ra. basically yeah. like he's that, a sun that, god that is a real part of that mythology that he's basically like escorting the sun across the sky right. and then each night he does battle 
I didn't know he right. did battle with a tremors worm. <laughs> <laughs> Which, so I think, uh, you know, all the all the god names, at least the main ones, you got Anubis, the god of the underworld, you got uh, Set, Horus, the, you know, bird god, Ra. These are all the canonical Egypt mythology gods. Hathor. That were actually worshipped, uh, you know, back in the day. Right. <laughs> but, so Ra is supposedly the sun god, creator of the world below him and mm-hmm. his Children of the Bean Gods. <laughs> He's Captain Barbosa from right. Pirates of the Caribbean. With which is a long hilarious. white braid <laughs> in the back, mul- which we don't see that in the first scene, but the second scene, I said, <laughs> what are you doing? It's like a terrible mullet. What decision uh, is... Who made this decision? I like that he's he's old and cranky. And like, I just thought he was hilarious. But so when he transforms to battle this giant demon worm that attacks the earth every night... His transformed form is not an animal. It's just a taller version of himself. <laughs> and which, well, no, he sort of he sort of grows kind of like yeah. Mario with a mushroom. It's like and it's like and three he, stages of like hitting yes. yourself in the chest and getting like two feet bigger and then two <laughs> more feet. And he gets engulfed in flames and I think a crown so so that that part is hilarious and then he like he shoots his uh his spear laser cannon Mm -hmm. at this giant worm demon which i think that's kind of a cool idea like he has to like get up every night you know kind of half asleep you know a little cranky like (laughs) this guy again you know shoot it a couple times and then it floats away uh right but we we got a big and the persistence of the worm to do this every night (laughs) thinking that you know someday so like is there not another is there not another planet that he could uh consume but Uh, i don't know if you call this a planet this is a frisbee this is now wait this is is what this is what i want to get to so we zoom out once we see ra at the earth he created and it is flat right because in order to move the sun across the sky you cannot have the sun actually being stationary in the earth orbiting you have to have the flat earth model I cannot, literally cannot get into this. I just want to say that once that flat earth showed up on screen, I held both my fists up in the air and cried out, why? <laughs> because it made me extremely mad. Well, well, not only did we see in that point the flat earth, at a later point we see Gerard Butler uh, with a map of the earth in front of him with all these obelisks literally <laughs> flip over the earth like a coin and on the yeah. back is the underworld right because the underworld is underneath get it under <laughs> hence, hence, the, hence the name <laughs> unobtainium right uh okay so, so i can't talk so, about it anymore so barbosa uh um, yeah, barbosa yeah just i i believe i believe jeffrey rush or whatever his name is joffrey jeffrey rush okay i'm not sure he knew what movie he was in i don't <laughs> I don't think he knew what he was doing. He was kind of on a pirate ship. He like filmed, it, it show, you know, on a on a blue screen. There was nothing real around him. I think he that just showed true. up, you know, put him in a bald cap, and gave him a long braided mullet. The Black Panther guy is in this movie. Mm-hmm. Chadwick kind of Boseman. He's kind of annoying. Uh, it's amazing. Like if I would have seen this movie first, I would have been way less excited for Black Panther. Because yeah. I would not have liked his character, and I would have thought he was a bad actor. Yeah. Uh, but having seen Black Panther first, you know he and can then, act. And then I saw this movie. I was like, "Why did you ever do this movie?" But he had not done Black Panther yet, so yeah. Well, work a, work. a lot of decently big names in this movie who all decide. Well, yeah. 
I mean, I don't blame them because the director also directed iRobot and The Crow and I believe hmm. Dark City, like pretty well critiqued movies right. uh, with some success. Right, he hasn't right. made a lot of movies and the ones he has made have been viewed as like, oh, these are decent movies to get in on. This right. is his first real big bomb. So one uh, pedantic plot hole I would like to bring up is the Black Panther guy. Uh, they bring him along because he's they like have the God to, of wisdom. He's like the God of wisdom and they have to get past the Sphinx in order to pour some holy water into the <laughs> desert, the heart of the desert to a weekend set, which doesn't work. But anyway, they bring him and they, the Sphinx does this riddle and I didn't write it down, but it is not the canonical riddle of the Sphinx. And Wait, I don't. Is there a real riddle of the Sphinx yes, that is one there, thing? Yes, there is a canonical riddle. I don't know why I know this, but the riddle is: What walks on four legs in the morning, two in the afternoon, and three in the evening? Oh yes, this I have is heard that, that is the that is the canonical riddle of the Sphinx. And the, do you know what the answer is? Uh, it's a human who starts out crawling, exactly grows right. yes. up, and then it has like a cane when they're a old. A cane in the, yeah, when they're old, yeah. So that is a canonical riddle, and I was excited to hear that, and then he made up some ridiculous riddle, and the answer was tomorrow, and I and that just took me out of it. Don't like it. <laughs> wait, wait, um, that took you out of this movie? I will. <laughs> this is an <laughs> hour and a half into this movie when that happened. You weren't already a, was, out? <laughs> It was a 15th strike against this movie. I'll say that. Um, and then, you know, we had the battle scene, giant worms sucking up the Nile, and, uh, you know, the good guys win. And uh, yeah. Right. Um, and I will, as I do most of these movies, I will quickly talk about love. Um, there is... <laughs> I will talk about love that gets edited yeah, out of all of these podcasts. Uh, just Listen, all you need is love. It, let it be known. I'm always talking chemistry between uh, yes and romance in the movies. Um, the our young Aladdin has yes. a um, a woman like the greatest love story of oh, this yeah, movie yeah. is 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 this young love and she gets an arrow unceremoniously through the right. heart at some point in time. Um, yeah. So basically, he's helping out Horace. Uh, so that Horace has promised to bring his love back from the dead, basically, because yes. she is walking down a path to get to go get judged, which I want to talk about in a second. Um, oh, sorry, go ahead. Um, so, so yes, so basically, at the end of the movie, um, Ra brings her and Aladdin back as he dies at the end of the movie, and I, right. I actually found their relationship pleasant uh to witness i really felt that they yeah. liked each other and that's kind of the first step in movie romances i need to know that you actually like you know like right. each other and can be friends before i believe there's any sort of romance there unlike valerian where their oh. romance is not believable right i didn't believe yeah. they even liked each other let alone right uh the the main architect builds an obelisk uh, a giant obelisk, which he says is 2,220 cubits tall. I did math. I paused the movie and did some math. Cubits to feet. It, be- it ends up being 3,330 feet tall, which yeah. is is tall. I believe like the Burj Khalifa 
in uh, Dubai is only like yeah. 2,700 some feet. So they did their homework and said like, we're going to make this tower bigger than anything that's ever existed. So I appreciate so the, that. The Burj Khalifa is 2,700 feet. Oh, thank, yeah, that's it. Actual Egypt history note, when they would build an obelisk, which were uh, something to do with the Egyptian gods and offerings or whatever, <laughs> if they would, they would build them horizontal and then lift them up Oh, uh, nice. to their standing position. But if anything were to happen and it were to be dropped or broken in that process of lifting it up, they had to discard the entire obelisk because it was then marked as unholy or whatever and they'd have to build it all over again. Ooh. Like there was no repairing an obelisk. That's a and very so, important final day. Yes, and so you can that see obelisk. <laughs> yeah, and you can see some obelisks that are just like laying on their side broken because they didn't even, they just uh, discarded and just Scrap that project. So, yeah. So anyway, Man. interesting Egyptian fact, which that whole, so that whole judgment thing, you had said you want to talk about it. That was interesting. You know, you had to, there was a feather, they have a scale and there's some yes. uh, mummy skeleton judge and it says a uh, step forward the, or whatever he says. The TSA agents of the afterlife <laughs> yes yes and like there's like Remove a line things of them. from your pockets <laughs> that's right no bottles of water <laughs> um you know they have this scale and there's a feather on one side and then you're supposed to put whatever you're offering on the other right and it has to outweigh the feather mm-hmm. and so gold or whatever and so you know there's one lady that puts like what a ring or something and it it doesn't uh, it's not heavy enough, and she gets sucked down to something bad. Um, <clears throat> but when when the love interest first died, mm-hmm. Anubis appeared, and he asked her, like, what do you have to offer? And she says, my smile. Do you remember right. this? You're right. <laughs> and, you thought she was going to pick I'm out like, her teeth? <laughs> and I'm like... If you if Anubis, Anubis knows what happens when you get to the thing, you can't put a smile on that scale and outweigh a feather. Like he would have just said, like, he well, you're a goner. Like let's just skip to the the end here. Like you're a goner, right? Anyway. Right. You don't need to walk for two days. You can just <laughs> right. Your we'll just zap you, you out now. Right. Okay. Okay. We need to read this to movie. Yes. Yes. Okay. From zero to five, raw mullets. <sighs> Whoo. <laughs> Or may, right. maybe not, maybe not raw mullets. Should we go with demon worms? <laughs> Which no, do you prefer? You must choose. Or uh, I did like the uh, Gerard Butler's uh, scarab chariot, the flying scarab <laughs> the flying chariot, ladybug. <laughs> which they were scarabs. Which I feel like uh, physics, like his chariot wouldn't actually fly like that. <laughs> I feel like. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how those scarabs. Yeah, wouldn't things. it be like dragged underneath? <laughs> that's, that's what I was thinking. Like, there's no way those like the chair would be straight out the moving back. Moving awful fast. Um, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I didn't say this earlier, but I have one sentence, and that is the effects in this movie. Eighty percent of the time are absolutely horrible, right. and twenty percent of the time are actually pretty good. Uh, are, I like the, those like dueling uh, giant sandworms. I thought those were. I fun. was I was just about to say those giant snakes or whatever. Uh, that was that was a pretty cool uh, fight scene. Give you that. Right. All, All right, right. Let's go with you, you zero, to, zero to five Horus eyeballs. All right. I'm going to give this movie two Horus eyeballs because, again, like the giant snake scene and, uh, you know, final battle. It's okay. Watch it. But, but most of it's pretty lackluster. The gods transforming. Meh. <laughs> Captain Barbosa as Ra uh, gave me a chuckle. 
So it it gets two uh, Horus eyeballs for me. Excellent. For me, I give it two as well. I think you, whatever you said there, that's exactly how I feel as well. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Can I just say ditto? Ditto. Yeah, ditto, ditto. That's good. All right. Back to our top five. And, you know, I suggested this top five and then proceeded to really stress (laughs) that there weren't that many movies in this genre for a top five. But we're going to do the top five Greek or Egypt mythology movies. I have I have a quick question. Where do um, do movies like Prince of Persia fit into this? I would think so. I mean, it's not Greek or Egypt, but I think it's. Uh, <laughs> we just go in Middle Arabian. East mythology. It's, it's, it's Arabian. <laughs> Listen, there was a very small pool to choose from after I chose this <laughs> genre. So, okay. yeah, I'll, I'll allow it. You know, we we didn't say that no Egyptians were in this in this movie. That this movie was all oh, white, yeah. mostly white people. <laughs> Which is another problem. I don't know if you saw The Great Wall starring Matt uh, Damon. Yeah. Was it Matt Damon or Mark Wahlberg? No, Matt Damon. You got it. It was Matt Damon, yeah. Like, as as the the main character was not of any kind of Asian descent uh, for uh, something about The Great Wall of China, like, that's problematic. You're right. I think it was a little problematic that the gods were either all white or Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> right. Okay, so... Uh, so was that, that was your question. Like you yeah, could, my, my question is <laughs> a do. movie like Prince of Persia falls in this. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I think I did my honorable mentions first last time. So do you have any honorable mentions for this genre? To be honest, um, I have not ranked my <laughs> mine yet. <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> Hold on a second. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Here's what it is. I fear like I'm missing movies. But yeah, you have to listen. I think this this is a... A fear that you have to deal with. Okay. You have to relax. You know, for uh, our top five alien movies, totally forgot E.T. I um, did not. Which. I, <laughs> I knew what I was doing. <laughs> I feel like I probably should have at least gotten an honorable mention considering it was like a classic. But anyway. Okay. So what would be your honorable mention? I have two honorable mentions. My yes. honorable mentions are a guilty pleasure of mine. The Prince of Persia movie okay. with Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, <laughs> this has that movie has a, as much uh, reference to Persian culture as this movie did to Egyptian culture, <laughs> meaning none. Meaning none, no correlation. Right. Um, and I didn't know if the Disney movie Aladdin uh, fit into this world, mm. uh, but I put it, I put it in there because as far as uh, animated uh, Disney movies go. Aladdin is pretty great. So those are my two honorable mentions, Prince of Persia and Aladdin. That's good. I, I debated on putting Aladdin in my list somewhere, but I did not. So then I'm glad you covered it. Yeah. So my I mean, honorable like mentions. Two movies worth, yeah. uh, with guys like this movie basically doing parkour across <laughs> the markets. <laughs> yes, exactly. Which is enjoyable. All right, One go ahead. Ahead of the bread line. One the, yeah, that's I steal movie. only what I can't afford. By the that's way, right. Our Aladdin in this movie stole a dress, gave it to That's his right. his lady Zaya. She had no problems with him stealing that dress for her. Mm-hmm. I was a little, I mean, a, of, a, a little bit of a character, right yeah, a little character yeah. uh, development there. Okay, anyway, your honorable mentions. So I only have one, and I'm going to put 300 in my honorable mentions, only because I I know this is revered by many as a great movie. Again, another Gerard Butler. <laughs> you know, Greek mythology movie. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and it's fine. You know, I understand it was groundbreaking in many ways, the effects and the cinematography and all that. But it's not something I particularly care to rewatch or it's not my favorite. So okay. I, I'm going to put 300. I understand it's it's uh, important in some aspects. So I'm going to put it in my honorable mentions. Got it. So let's go to your number five. My number five, which to be honest, now that I think about it, I'm not sure if it falls in this category, but I'm going to put it anyway. That's right. Is the movie Kingdom of Heaven. Oh, yes. Yes. 2005 with Orlando Bloom. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm, the more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm not sure if there's any mythology in it whatsoever. If it's just <laughs> that's okay, that's okay. That's Crusaders okay. going into the Middle East. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, no, that's a good. That's know. a good one. I forgot. I found that. it. I found it enjoyable. It probably doesn't actually fall into these uh, spots too much. But Liam Neeson's also in it, and it was directed by Ridley Scott. And I found that's it. Right. Uh, I felt like it really captures the uh, the chaos of war and sort of the the non-glorious bloodshed of it. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it may not fit in this category, but 2005 Kingdom of Heaven, number five. Very good. Very good. <clears throat> so my number five, which I alluded to in a past episode, is the 2002 movie The Scorpion King starring <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson. You're just you're just putting these in the list to, to anger me, aren't you? <laughs> which I understand. It is not a great quality movie but i enjoy it it's one of those movies that play in the uh cardio cinema of my local gym <laughs> and uh i i believe uh dwayne the rock johnson you know he's not phoning it in he's he's doing it he's All doing right, I, have movie. A, I have a quick trivia question for you then okay give me in two sentences the plot of scorpion king Listen, it's been a while since I've seen the whole thing. I think he he was born of the desert, and uh, he has to protect. Uh, listen, I don't know. It's it, there's a lot of action, and uh, I think he sacrifices himself at the end. Uh, spoiler alert! And so that that's all I got. That's just the doesn't plot ma- of it Aladdin. doesn't matter. It it doesn't matter. It's it's uh, it's fun to watch. Okay. Right. Oh wait, wait. So this is not the one where he appears as a as a bad um cg character this is real this is real this is real right you're thinking of scorpion king 2 i didn't even know the scorpion no there's the the mummy returns there's there's literally right the mummy returns has him has has him as cg which is pretty weird yeah but the scorpion king was a prequel uh showing the beginnings of the scorpion king how I pulled he came the, to be i pulled the scorpion king movie up on wikipedia uh one of the producers was vince mcmahon <laughs> the wwe <laughs> guy <laughs> perfect and now that i'm looking on imdb i will say there are were actually four scorpion king movies <laughs> scorpion what? king scorpion king Direct to dvd rise of a warrior scorpion king 3 battle for redemption and scorpion king 4 quest for power uh, I don't think Dwayne the Rock Johnson was in any of the no. <laughs> later Scorpion Kings. He was just in the first one. Okay, so that was your number five. That was my number five. So your number four. My number four is I don't know when it came out. It is the Disney movie Hercules. Mmm, that's a good one. 
I think that it's it's underrated as far as yep. Disney animated movies. A lot of great songs. I'm a big fan of Go the Distance and the Zero to Hero mm. thing. Yes. Good voices of Danny DeVito in it. It's a, mm-hmm. a catchy, uh, pretty fun movie. That's a good one. I'm not like referring it. to, I don't know if you have Hercules, which is has the rock in it, not to spoil anything, <laughs> no. if that is in your list. No, it's not. It's not. I never I saw actually that enjoy, Oh, really? Uh, that movie, the, I recommend Hercules, the movie with uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson for one scene and one scene alone when a guy is basically yelling at him while he's tied up and basically saying like, who are you? Are you, you know, the son of so-and-so or are you the slayer? You know, and he gets all riled up and he breaks out of his chains. You can probably actually watch it on YouTube. Save yourself some time. (laughs) Okay. I'll I'll Google that later. Yeah. One scene. Um, So my number four is the 2014 movie starring Christian Bale, Exodus, Gods and Kings. Uh, a very oh. loose, loose adaptation of the actual Exodus story, probably seen as blasphemous by many, including me, because <laughs> uh, there there are some inaccuracies if we're you know comparing it to the biblical account. But uh, Christian Bale, you know, he's a good uh, he's a good actor. There's some cool special effects and stuff, and so uh, I'm gonna put that as number four. Yeah, uh, again, another movie where white people play all of the roles. Mm. The most part, but but yes, in, enjoyable and also directed by Ridley Scott, which is our second That's Ridley right. Scott of our lists. He's a good director. Yep. All right, so your number three, my number three is the movie Three Hundred. Okay, so I, I I get it. Yeah, I think it's I think it was groundbreaking at the time. Um, mm-hmm. It has a little bit of uh, we'll say edgy adult material that makes it mm-hmm. personally a little bit like ah uh, not mm-hmm. the greatest mm-hmm. but the the fight scenes alone it's worth a if you don't mind a little bit of violence and a little bit of spears through <laughs> through yeah. someone's body uh it's a it's an enjoyable watch um and i think i mostly give it credit for doing the slow-mo violence yes. in a way that the first revolutionized yeah. And that scene with the Action. like raining, the raining of arrows, like the huge arrow cloud. And the I think it was one of the first movies. Phalanx. Yeah, phalanx. I think it was the first movie that did that really well. Part of it that jaded me. So I used to work at Circuit City back when that was a thing, <laughs> and I worked in the home entertainment department with all the TVs. Mm-hmm. And three hundred was like like there was like several action scenes on loop on all the TVs mm-hmm. to kind of show the amazing contrast and HDness of the TVs. Right. And so I had to like watch it out of my periphery for a couple months. <laughs> and Did they have that whole that, movie playing in Circuit City? No, no. It was okay. just like cut, it was about cut to say, scenes. Not appropriate for no, kids. No, 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 no. No. <laughs> no, no. It was just cut scenes and it was like, it was showing the Sony Bravia how good that TV was or whatever. So Got that it. part of, that part of sh- shaped my view of it. Um, the one shot of, of Gerard, yelling this is sparta and kicking that guy into the well oh yeah iconic yeah and it's still memed to this day right (laughs) so yeah all right you're gonna love my number three pick Uh, pacific rim uprising no 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 my number three is the 1999 movie starring brendan frazier the mummy yes (laughs) because i don't care what anybody says this is a good movie it is a fun movie brendan frazier is funny and enjoyable to watch, <laughs> and I am I'm all about that movie. 
So the mummy, nineteen ninety-nine. <laughs> I don't have much more to say because my number two movie is the mm, mummy. <laughs> yes. Yes, we agree. So much it <laughs> is a perfect blend of yes. funny and creepy. And like right. it has exactly. it has truly like scary moments of like scarabs running like underneath oh, yeah. someone's skin and a bunch yeah, of like that's terrifying yeah a bunch of kind of disturbing images but somehow it's blended with like the comedy of brendan fraser yeah um, so good yeah it works i don't it I can't I, say that about the the sequels but the first movie worked yes and i i really enjoyed it i remember watching that several times uh, in my teenage years so have you yes. seen the new one the tom cruise one no, I no. have not either. I don't think anyone in America has. <laughs> it looks, first of all, looks too creepy for me to watch. I, I don't. Even the trailer kind of creeped me out. I don't like the eyeballs. No, 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 separating. No, 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 no. Exactly. Yeah, I, I don't have any desire to see that movie. Um, so my number two pick, I also went with a cartoon in my list, and I don't know if this is in the mythology genre, but we're we're loosely. We are categorizing these movies anyway. So for my number two, I went with the 1998 movie, The Prince of Egypt by DreamWorks Pictures. This is an excellent movie. Uh, Again, about the Exodus, but incredible music, uh, just a great storytelling. And I don't know how anyone can argue with The Prince of Egypt. I am a big fan of The Prince of Egypt, and I did not think of that. I'd like to replace Kingdom of Heaven with (laughs) Prince of Egypt now. (laughs) All right, so I'm shoving that into my fifth spot. (laughs) I get to replace Pacific Rim with Arrival, (laughs) and you get to replace Kingdom of Heaven with Prince of Egypt. I love it. There you go. I love it. So your fun movie. Yes, good movie. So your number one pick. I hope it's the same as your number one pick. I have a feeling it is, but... but and that ahead. is the movie Troy. Yes, we agree. Troy, as a movie, hits all of the right notes. Yes. Yes. 2004, mm-hmm. <laughs> Brad Pitt at peak Brad Pitt, yes. Orlando Bloom at his weakest, sniveliest... <laughs> <laughs> Eric Bana is my favorite character in yes. Troy. Yes, I agree. He is the kind of man that I want to be, maybe minus... He pulls off a braid a little better than Barbosa. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> yes. But no, this this uh, yeah, this yeah movie is excellent. The fight scene between Brad Pitt and Eric Bana is incredible. Um, it's so good. There's the, the scene where the father character of Eric Bana like goes to to Brad Pitt in let the tent. Let me have my son. Yeah, let me bury my son or whatever and let all me that, put like, coins on his eyes for the, yes, for the boat yes. Everything is just so good uh in that movie. And so yes, it is also my number one. Um great stuff. Great stuff. Right. That's a long movie. That's two hours forty five minutes. Yeah, and it, it keeps me keeps me it's engaged the whole time. Yep. You know, my <clears throat> I got one quibble about Achilles as a Greek mythology character. Okay. You know, so, you know, it's Achilles' heel is his one weak spot. Right, because that's where they held him when they dipped him in the... The, the story goes, the mother dipped him in the stream or whatever and held him by his heels. <laughs> Do we know what stream? Was that the River Styx? <laughs> or the... <laughs> Barbosa's <Euphrates>? magic water? <laughs> yeah, it was Barbosa's water. Um, my thing is, if I was Achilles' parent 
and was dipping him in the river. Like, <laughs> why didn't you, after holding him by his heels, flip him over and dunk him again? Like, why not then hold him under his arms and put his heels in too? Right. Then he'd be 100% covered. Like, was it a, a, a one and done? When they like take a one-time a, deal? Right. When they take like an ice cream with like a popsicle stick, they don't, when they coat it with chocolate or sprinkles, they don't hold it by the ice cream. <laughs> And pop it in, like. Huh, I mean, I understand, but like, this is an important thing. Tie like, a rope maybe, to him, exactly, and, yeah, and do, dunk do him rope. that way. Or I, I like the like, I like the I like the double dunk, the double dip. Like <laughs> first one's melted chocolate, the next one is you know sprinkles or like yeah, Oreo yeah. crumbles. I just flip him over, dunk him again. I mean, this is important stuff. You're like, <laughs> say like invincibility for the rest of his life. You know, spend some time, like think it through. You know. Right. I mean, if you're going to hold, uh, I'm assuming, a baby. <laughs> yeah, I imagine it's a baby at this point. <laughs> to to dip in. I mean, the ankles, I mean, it's better than like holding him by his head. And then you're like, you're vulnerable yeah, well, yeah, to yeah, headshots. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I the like ankle, maybe, I mean, what's the chances you get an, an arrow to the ankle? Well, Apparently according good to this, this movie, movie. Pretty, high, pretty high. Uh But even that scene when he actually, you know, spoiler, gets shot with an arrow in the heel, like, oh, man. Can you imagine him, it's like, hardly wearing any armor, but, like, really bulking up in the ankle region, <laughs> like having these, like, metal plates down there? Like, hey, what are those for? <laughs> He's got, Don't like, worry hockey, about it. Hockey goalie Shin style. Guards. Like, like, guards and boots. Yeah. Yeah, if I was him, I would not be jumping up in the air to use a spear because then no. your your ankles are exposed. <laughs> you know, I might even just do everything on my knees. You know what I mean? <laughs> Keep them behind you. I'm just saying. I'd wear some Uggs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we agree. Uh, well, that's all I got. Well, wonderful. Well, give the uh, give the plug for all of our social media. Stuff. Oh, yes. So if you have As a movie you suggestion, if you have a movie suggestion, we'd love to hear it. You can go to exchangepodcast.com and click the uh, give us a movie suggestion. You can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, and all the places you get your podcast. We would really help if you could five-star rate us on iTunes. If you plan to give us any less than five stars, uh, we don't need your uh, patronage. <laughs> you can go elsewhere. <laughs> and <laughs> you can follow me. I mean, me we'd love Twitter. you to still listen and subscribe. Oh, yeah, no, continue listening. Just don't leave your four stars. To be rate. honest, about every third one of these that we do is a dud, so it's fine. <laughs> no, no, Think no. of it like in totality. <laughs> we're on a ramp upwards. Like It's getting better every time. Uh, you can follow Nate uh, at Nate.Baranowski and me no, at Stephen no, Robles. No, I'm just Nate Baranowski. Oh, sorry. I was Twitter? getting you back for that time. Yeah, I was getting you back for that time. You put and you can follow Stephen at Steve Robles. No, that's all wrong. All wrong. That's <laughs> only what he goes Robles by at midnight when he, dot com. <laughs> late at night he becomes Steve. When I'm doing show notes. You're going to make me want to go back and change those notes. Anyway. No, no. You got to keep in there. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> Nathan Baranowski at anyway <laughs> thanks for listening yeah thanks come back again <laughs>